the outcome of the conversation would decide actively the fate of many million residents of the kingdom not just figuratively literally life and death depend on this discourse therefore this discourse has so much potency arjun is the real life student not the ideal disciple therefore krishna's persuasion has the cutting edge mastery that's what happened with arjun as well so the bhagavad gita is such a real and captivating um, i am a phd student in my fourth year uh, in the design department and i am mainly working with educational games and how we can use games to harness some sort of education because i've seen a lot of uh, village children learning vocabulary through play, playing uh, playing games like pubg and other things so i thought why not try to you know intentionally harness that so that is what i do uh, my question to you uh uh was so i was reading somewhere that chanakya in arthashastra and i might be mistaken so sorry about the specifications so apologies about that pointed out the fact that a king if he needs to be successful and wants to rule his kingdom successfully not just with dictatorial absolute power but successfully he or she needs to pay attention and extract the power of alcohol so achanakya did not pass judgment on whether alcohol is good or bad but he did understand that a tool which is powerful has to be understood by the person who is leading the uh, kingdom uh, so that is when i was struck with the idea that ancient texts might have ancient texts and uh, you know knowledge that has been written in olden times might have some answers or some insights into the contemporary problems that we have so uh, uh, i was wondering that in the contemporary current intellectual discussions that happen in india i often see a lack of or at least an uh, inadequate importance uh, that is put upon uh, the role that social media plays in our current consciousness i see that they do discuss it but they hand wave it as a technology that it is there and it has some influence but i i rarely see that in indian discussions we really dive into it of what the problem it is creating or benefits i understand my question here is that do the vedantic teachings have any insight on a spectacle like this or if it did try to comment on such a contemporary phenomenon how would it perceive social media and its ever increasing role in our current society vedant investigates the mind and whereas the deepest desire and the ultimate destiny of the mind is uh, liberation yet it is habituated to all kinds of bondages that's the condition of the mind you can call that as human consciousness our uh, inclinations our tendencies our habits are at odds with uh, our welfare we need to be liberated but we want and slip towards uh, bondages so that's what the mind is an entity 
at odds with its own real interests. So the mind is very easily attracted towards uh, pomp show. sexuality, display of riches. It likes to be entertained so much that it sometimes even deliberately wants to keep itself in illusions. That's how the mind is. The mind slips easily towards falseness but requires uh, discipline and deliberate effort to rise towards uh, knowledge, understanding, and liberation. Now, with the mind being like this, you have the social media technology in front of you. And it is one of the things of the mind to feel lonely since birth and clamor for uh, company and social attention. And now you have Facebook or Twitter and you want attention. You want attention, that's your mind. The others want to be entertained and titillated, that's their mind. You do not really want the truth. You need the truth though, but you do not want the truth. That's your mind. And the others too equally want to avoid the truth even though they equally need the truth. That's the other's mind. Humanity has uh, one mind. Its expressions are varied, but uh, fundamentally the tendencies of the mind are the same and equally the final destiny of the mind is one. So what do I do? Uh, I feel lonely. What do I do? I, I look around for attention. I look around for attention. The easiest way to gain attention is to peddle mischief. Why? Because the others too are attracted towards mischief. The lowest common denominator has a tendency to catch on spread like wildfire. All that is worst about us will be the fastest to spread. And we just said that that which is uh, sublime in us, uh, worthy within us, requires first of all effort, time, patience, discipline 
to cultivate and uh, a lot of uh, equal effort to propagate. Whereas mischief spreads on its own. Falseness is contagious. One person with the inclination to spread uh, uh, false ideas or information can do it very easily. Whereas somebody with the intention to counter falseness will have to work 10 times as hard. So now you see when we get a propagating machinery like social media in our hand, what use is it going to be put to? It has amplified the worst within us. Though it's just a technology, as you put in your question, but we being the users of that technology, we have put it to the worst use as is our habit to put everything at our disposal, at the service of our uh, lowly tendencies. And so social media too has been made a servant to our lowly tendencies. Okay. So you rightly put it, there is no accountability. Anybody can say anything and uh, that gets uh, magnified very soon. In fact, uh, the, the worst, the kind of uh, content, the faster the speed with which it spreads and that becomes uh, known to all. And we all are hungry for recognition, prestige, attention. So we very quickly take the hint, we very quickly see what is it that sells? What is it that brings instant rewards? And also a lot of money is at stake. If you can become a, a good uh, uh, YouTuber or a recognized social media personality that fills up your coffers as well. So now, a very easy, a very cheap formula has been revealed. Do the worst kind of nonsense and make a fortune out of it. And this formula has been picked up by the society in general, by politicians, by corporations, by everybody. So, so that's what is happening uh, when you had uh, regulated bodies, then they were answerable and you knew the names and faces of those who were in charge. Now, when it comes to social media, hardly anybody is in charge. Now the mischief maker is faceless, anonymous. 
because there are just so many of them that you cannot uh, call out or point out one single face. Anonymity does not uh, consist of uh, uh, nobody having a face. These days, anonymity really means billions of faces. When there are billions of mischief makers, how many will you block? How many will you call out? So that's what has happened. And regulation cannot be the answer now because regulation is now impractical, impossible. You cannot regulate so many people and you cannot have laws that punish people for their intentions. Of course, if there is explicit content, you can punish it. If somebody is saying something that is factually misleading, you can punish it. But then mischiefs can be of thousand kinds. And those kinds are all very subjective. You cannot identify them. Right? So regulation has become impossible. What then is the way ahead? The only solution then is individual responsibility. And individual responsibility cannot come by way of legislation or regulation. Then the only solution is a cultural environment with spirituality at its center. Only then can people be self-regulated. Hmm? Or you could have a situation similar to one in China, where the state has a million eyes and hands and is clamping down on everybody and anybody who dares to transgress. But obviously, we do not want that to happen. Firstly, uh, that benefits no one. Secondly, that will very soon prove ineffective. So then you need people with, uh, with their minds awakened. You need people who can operate from a position of uh, internal discipline. And this is not a mere utopia. I'm not talking idealism. I'm talking of the only practical solution possible now. So what do we do then? Real spirituality has to be promoted. You cannot leave it at the mercy of uh, blind social forces or market forces, or even the, the whims of uh, democracy. A few things 
have to be recognized as being fundamentally important and therefore be patronized by the society. I'm talking of Vedanta here. I'm talking of core self-inquiry here. That has to become a part of mainstream education. Education cannot uh, now remain a means to just earn your bread. Education cannot be just about uh, building a career. We are into uh, rough terrain and choppy waters now. Humanity does not have much time left. We need to be awakened very quickly. It's a historical emergency. The problems that you see with social media are but a tiny reflection of the real catastrophe we unfortunately have at hand. So, so that needs to be done. The real inner center being promoted, self-inquiry being promoted is the most important need of the hour. And I'm saying that uh, not as an exaggeration, but with very careful deliberation over long years. There is nothing more important today than, uh, than awakening the individual. It was always important historically, but today it's a do or die thing. 